That's what sin means. It means to miss the mark. And Target has deeply missed the mark. Hey, are you shopping at Target? <laughs> Knock it off. Not, hey, I'm not, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, but Bill, I hadn't shopped at, at Target. You know, my wife and I hadn't shopped at Target probably like better than like seven years. Uh, I mean, unless it's like, you know, a, a, I don't I can't even think of an, an emergency situation where we need to shop in Target. But I, 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 I know some people have. I probably have, too. I can't think of when. But uh, if whenever possible. Uh, we avoid going into Target half for a while. It didn't take this. We saw this coming a long time ago. Yeah, man, we're, we're not doing this anymore. I think when they when they went for the yeah, we're gonna do the gender neutral bathrooms. My wife was like, yeah, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna set myself up to go into a place that's okay with some dude just walking into the bathroom while I'm in there. So she's like, I'm not going to Target anymore. Uh, but now here we are, uh, uh, where where Target uh, is featuring this woman with a mustache, uh, who's a Satanist. Uh, putting in her propaganda, her satanic propaganda in Target under rainbows and stuff like that. Doesn't that just want you make make you want a bowl of Lucky Charms? Uh, oh, and by the way, howdy, folks. This is the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel, my buddy Biddle, uh, Bill <laughs> for Bill Whittle. I tried to say your first name and your last name at the same time. Came out Biddle. Yeah, people probably figured it out by now. That was that that was strange. Anyway, just go to Biddle.com. <laughs> so, uh, Bill, um, come on, man, you you. you you, are, are you done with Target, or is, or is that your, is that, or is Target your jam? <laughs> well, as a guy who shops at Target six or seven times a week, it's going to be a, a, a tough one for me. Uh, Target is my go-to place when I need either underwear or kitchen utensils. You know, yeah, they, well, they've got that special tuck underwear now. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, oh man, exactly. <laughs> um, so I suspect I'll probably be uh, taking my business somewhere else. Um, so for those for those of you out there not uh, aware of this. Um, now Target is under fire for not only for you know giant pride displays and underwear that is that is easily tuckable. I'm not going to go into gory details for you, but basically when they're selling underwear, especially to kids, and tucking it means it's a way to reproduce uh, to reposition your reproductive organs so that you can look like a member of the opposite sex. And a lot of people found that un- uh, inappropriate. I did too. Um, and so they're now suffering the same kind of backlash that uh, Bud Light felt and Miller Light felt and so on. And I think the bigger story is, is that is that this is really a movement. I mean, Bud Light is 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 really in trouble. And I kind of agree with Mark Dice on this one. Uh, and I have from the beginning. I don't want an apology from them. I want them out of business. And I, I want them out of business because I want to make it clear to these executives who continue to voice this stuff upon us that whatever your marketing department is telling you or the or the 22-year-olds that you put in charge of, of sales or, or advertising, no matter what they're telling you, you need to listen to your customers. And and Bud Light now is... is <laughs> I, I listened to this on the way in, so you can get like a case of Bud Light for uh, $17 and Anheuser-Busch is offering a $15 rebate. On top of that, so you're getting a case for buck fifty, mm. and no one's buying them. Um, so I, I hate to, to. I'm sorry about the people at Bud Light who, who it's going to hurt who, who are not part of this, but 
this is the kind of thing where you really do have to make an example and say, no, we're just we're not going to put up with it anymore. With all that said, let me just get to one thing about the um, about the target thing, and that's the Satanism. Uh, now, apparently, they didn't pull all of the uh, trans stuff or any of the gay pride stuff, but they did pull the Satanistic, uh, Satan-worshipping message. And the T-shirt that I saw that was designed by this person that you're talking about uh, was a picture of a goat-headed demon, uh, very beautifully rendered, I might add. And the, um, the, uh, the caption in, like, scrolls said that Satan respects pronouns. And this is the one thing that I will never, ever, ever, ever understand about Satanists, you know. They are tr they're, they're trying to sell Satan as Lucifer, as the giver of light, as the, as the force of reason against, you know, this, this intolerant, uh, you know, homophobic, misogynist sky god, you know, and he's the, he's the hero. And, and, and they, keep, they keep attributing all these attributes to Satan. But the thing that I just can never, ever, ever get past in my head is what, what is the universal acknowledgement of the character of Satan? He is the prince of lies. And, and when, they, when, when somebody can say that Satan respects pronouns, Let's just go. Let's just go where where they're coming from. Actual Satanists who actually believe this stuff. Genuine Satanists. Satan respects pronouns. Really, mm. really. Because I don't think Satan respects anything. And and for you to be a follower of the Prince of Lies because you believe what he is saying he is, is beyond my comprehension. Honest to God, I, I really cannot figure it out. And and I think that that people who identify as Satanists are doing it out of a sense of 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 anger at not being allowed to do what they want to do when they want to do it, and 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 they're and they're angry in the same way that a child is angry when when a child is told no, you can't do that, you can't just run across the street without looking, and if you do, you know you're going to get a spanking because I'm going to spank you to stop you from doing it because I'd rather spank you than have you get hit by a car, and and so this. The Satanistic, the Satanism that is just open, openly practiced by, by millions of people. By the way, by the way, one of the other things about this modern Satanistic surge, uh, Satanism surge that I find, again, inconceivable, is that virtually all of these people who worship Satan don't believe there's such a thing as a God. H how does that work? You know? <laughs> How, how, how does that work? You, you're telling me you're holding a coin that only has one side to it? If you actually genuinely believe in Satan, these people say they do. I, I believe in Satan. I don't believe in God. It's like, yeah. What? 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 You know, <laughs> I mean, I can understand rejecting both, but this is, it's just genuinely sick. There's some sick, sick people out there who really, really didn't get the kind of, um, spiritual uh, nourishing that they needed when they were very little. Ah, amen to that, man. The word says, you know, uh, don't provoke your children to wrath, raise them, raise them up in the instruction of the Lord. Um, you know, when, when this person is talking about Satan respects pronouns, um, yeah, the, uh, she definitely doesn't understand the magnitude of what it is that she's saying. Um, of course, not the way that she understand it, but yeah, absolutely Satan respects 
pronouns. When Jesus asked, hey, boy, what's your name? What did the demon respond? My name is Legion, but we are many. All right. So Satan, Satan's got they, them pronouns. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah, they, it's really true, actually, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, we are legion. Yeah, they, them, right? These are the pronouns. These are, these are like their chief pronouns. They, them, all right? So we are legion. So yeah, they're, they're given over to a, a, a lot of uh, um, false ideas. And, and just like you said, they may not even particularly believe in it, but make, which makes it by default, yes, you are actually believing in the devil. Even the Church of Satan, I think under Anton LaVey, they would claim, no, we don't actually believe in the devil, but they use the satanic themes to basically justify their humanism, right? Basically giving over to all of your desires, Whatever God has ordained, these things. No, we're 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 totally at odds with that. We sh- we feel like we should be able to uh, um, experience whatever it is that we desire, right? And and Satan is a theme that we can use to be able to to do that. But they still yeah, go it's like along. A fig leaf. Yeah. yeah, but they still go along with all the religious practice and and rituals of what it is that they would define as Satanism. It's basically it's idolatry and 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 uh and at the end of the day, is the most religious than pretty much anything else. Um, but yeah, this this person, you know, using these themes, you know, the the, the goat and all that sort of stuff, or assuming uh, the assumed Baphomet, which is arguably seen as as this goat figure with, that has both uh, genders attached to it and whatnot. And the reason the reason for that, folks, is because this is this isn't like a, a something that came like out of medieval times or, or later on. This stuff was adopted from um, the the uh, when we get to this, the 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 ordinance of the scapegoat. The Hebrew word for for a scapegoat is going to be azazel, and the root word for that is the goat azaz. And the word azaz is going to refer to a goat, but also included in the metadata is demon, is devil. So you have uh, azaz, which is going to refer to depending on the context, but it's going to be including a she goat, but it can also be in the context could be a male goat. So they're going to, they're going to associate this kind of, um, uh, basically non-binary aspect of it. And from there, you're going to get your demonic aspect of it. Hence this scapegoat that's going to be attached to it. So that's where all this stuff comes from. So they think that this is like some new age thing or maybe even at some some point, some medieval thing to go with, you know, Masonic heritage or something like that. But no, it goes way, way back. And the whole point of it is, is leaning on these things to do what is a front to God is all it really what com- is what it comes down to. Yeah, the Carthaginians were throwing their children into the fire to appease Baal, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not like this is something that you guys just cooked up. Right. Um, Interesting choice of words there, cooked up. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> um, when we were doing the uh, Deus for Dungeon thing, uh, the, the top boss that I that I was looking for, I, I wanted to be, um, I wanted to be actually Satan. And so there are these digital assets that you can use, you know, you buy the, the suit of armor or whatever. And, and one of them, was of a that you could buy was a goat-headed god, and I don't even want to reproduce it. But he had a, a gesture that was two fingers up in one hand, two fingers down in the other. And I saw that, and it just it just sent a, a it just sent something up my spine. You know, it just it just made me just physically there's something physically repellent about that, and even that digital image of a digital creation, just kind of like. <laughs> and, and and I don't understand. I don't understand how people can 
can want that to be their brand, you know? Mm. I mean, if I was if I was going to sell a, 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 a an atheistic humanism, that's not my go-to guy. And and I I just I don't know. So it's like I I don't I don't know how people don't get the here's a term I'm looking for. I don't know how they don't get the willies when they see these things, you know? It just it it I think for people with any kind of sense of of moral compass you see these images of you know the the the, the inverted five pointed star with the with the goat head on it. It's like, oh no no, I no no run away you know run away armor up and come back, mm. and and slay this thing, and um, and I, I just really I really try to get my my head around how sick you have to be to genuinely worship this some of these people are doing it because it's trendy and cool and you know and they, they're not taking it very seriously but some of them are taking it very very seriously and and to be honest with you when i was talking earlier about how people could worship the prince of lies it brings me back to i think probably the most evil person it's in terms of yeah i'm gonna go with lenin on this uh, stalin was more brutal he killed more people but it all all of this all of this leninism that became maoism all of it came out of lenin all of it, who is a particularly demonic and satanic looking guy with a little pointed mustache, you know? I mean, he looks exactly like 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 Satan. But but the, the thing I'm getting at is here is that it was Lenin that, that coined the term useful idiots, which are people who are serving his cause. And they're too stupid to realize that his cause involves their destruction. That's that's exactly what it means. Useful idiots to, to Lenin were capitalists who were helping his communism kill capitalists. Mm-hmm. And, and when I think about these people that are, that are, that are, you know, putting, wearing t-shirts that say, you know, Satan respects pronouns. That's all I keep thinking of is, is useful idiots. You know, people who are, who are believing uh, this, this fantasy spun by the Prince of Lies and completely assured of the fact that, oh, no, no, I got it all figured out. Satan and I were like this, you know. What's the matter with you people? What's the matter with you? Well, the, 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 the problem is something that people have a hard time digesting, you know. Uh, and, and the problem is that it is a spell. We look at these people, Bill, and, and we're asking the same question. How could you be, how could you consider these things? How can you consider this obvious lie? There's, there's no way, there's no way that you could, reasonable way that you could fall for this or go along with this unless it's something else, unless it really is spiritually driven. Um, you know, and as, as you know, we, we discussed with our audience, you know, the word we're looking for here is pharmakia. And pharmakia, one, is becoming more and more legal uh, in the States, uh, and it's causing people to become more and more in a trance and more easily manipulated. The pharmaceutical industry, where we get where from from the word pharmacia, are basically your chief sorcerers who have got people under a spell, constantly prescribing stuff and making people dependent on what it is that they have, as they feel like we have to have this universal healthcare system so they can keep pumping this stuff into us. So we are under the dominion of pharmacia as it is right now, and so more and more people are going to feel they're going to. It is, you're going to look around and you're going to see people believing stuff that is just. It seems like it would be unbelievable. And we wonder why, Bill, we wonder why people, these these companies, the go woke or go broke thing, 
They're, they're going ahead and it's like just, they're doubling down and no matter what, they're going to go straight forward with, with getting behind uh, this trans movement, you know, and that's a big thing in witchcraft transformation, right? That's mm. a big thing about it. Doing something- And alchemy that, too. Exactly. Something that is totally against what nature has, has ordained. And why are they doing it? Because it's not about the money. It's about their religion. This is a more of a religion than anything else out there. And they in a religion, you make sacrifices, don't you? And in this religion, they don't mind sacrificing the money. They don't they don't mind sacrificing your children. They don't mind sacrificing uh, uh, the gender of your children and what it is that they're trying to do and what it is that they're trying to accomplish. This is a highly religious movement. So that's why they're doing it, folks, is to appease their their, their own doctrine and themselves as their gods or whatever they think is their higher power, which in this case is going to be Luciferian. You know, um, every now and then I say something that makes me think about, about things. And, um, and when I mentioned the word alchemy and, mm-hmm. and, and, and connected it to this, to this trans movement, it just rang a real bell for me. There were countless people. I mean, th- th- maybe hundreds of thousands, perhaps even more than that spent their entire lives over the course of many centuries trying to figure out the secret of the philosopher's stone, the, the find the, the, the chemical the, that had the ability, the, the, the agent, whatever. Um, the philosopher's stone was the, was the agent that, that was out in nature, and if you could find it and, and understand its properties, you could turn base metals into gold. You could turn lead into gold and tin into gold. And basically, all alchemy is, is essentially is a get-rich-quick scheme, when you really think about it. Uh, and people dedicated their entire lives to this, to this process that was called transmutation. And they, they actually spent their lives in pursuit of the belief that you could turn lead into gold, that it was possible to transmute this thing from one thing into another. When... Lead is lead and gold is gold. And there is no way to make lead into gold. I suppose theoretically, if you had enough energy, you might... No, no, there is... Who am I kidding? No. Lead is lead and gold is gold. And you can spend your entire life believing in this mystical thing that if I can only find it, if I believe in it enough, if I work long enough and and I do enough experiments, then I will eventually be able to figure out this hidden secret of the universe because I'm smarter than God is when you really get down to it. And I'm going to figure out a way to undo creation. I'm going to find a way because of my my big brain and my studies and and, and how incredibly deep of a a thinker I am. I'm going to look at all these ancient tomes and I'm going to find the things that nobody else caught. I'm going to study them for decades, and I'm going to be the one who's going to come up with the final secret formula that allows me to just essentially put two things in a little crucible, and in goes the lead, out comes the gold. And, and just the ego of it, and the, and, the, and the blindness, the willful blindness of it, and, and ultimately, the, the, the self-deception that is, that is so far from common sense that you really actually kind of have to step back to see it, you know? This idea that you that you can turn lead into gold. I mean, just stand back from that for a minute and stop worrying about how you would do that. And just think about how absurd it is. And you don't need a modern understanding of chemicals or physics to to to, to appreciate this. 
but the 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 power of of wishful thinking and magical thinking if i believe in this hard enough it will happen it will happen that's what magical thinking is and i just see so many um parallels between uh this this modern trans movement and alchemy and i'm also seeing also starting to see the uh, uh, the beginning of a big wave of people who have dedicated their lives to this modern alchemy this modern transformation realizing that all of their study has been in vain and that all they've done is thrown their lives away in the study of something that was never possible in the first place. I hear you, man. And the thing is, what 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 what, what would this alchemy ultimately be? It's basically the same thing. It's just printing a bunch of money. The more the money we print, the more worthless it is. So if you go ahead and you turn if you turn lead into gold and you could just do that, then the gold itself would actually become worthless. You yeah, know? That's right. And 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 it's the same thing with this kind of alchemy between trans people. If y'all can assume that you could change a man into a woman and a woman into a man, you've basically made either or worthless. And and it's it's a worthless pursuit for a man to try to dress up in costume as a woman. There's nothing really that bonifies you as a woman. It is is not as much lipstick or whichever, much silicone as you want to use. You know, it ain't at the end of the day, it's really not going to cut it. And a lot of these people who are doing this stuff, even though the media don't want to say it, they do end up feeling worthless. It was a worth of, a waste of time for them to do what it is that they did. And they feel more empty, you know, than ever. But, you know, folks, you know, that this person uh, I want I want to say this real quickly. I want to I want to see what you thought about this. <clears throat> a lot of, uh, you know, Target is taking their this stuff down. Right. Uh, especially the satanic stuff. And now a lot of people are taking this as a win, and, and, and it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't want to downplay this. But be careful of how Target is playing it, though. They're not – you mentioned earlier that you want to see these people go out of business. And, and, and if, they, if this is the road that they want to take, I want to see them go out of business, too. But the thing I really want them to do is repent, right? I would hmm. rather see that. As the Lord says, don't think that I delight in the destruction of the wicked. I'd rather they see the light and live. It would be great if Bud Light just came out and said, you know what? We were wrong, and we are, we, so we're stepping away from this. It isn't about the money. We really see that this was wrong. And, 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 take it, and take it to the high priest and just say, hey, you know what? Sorry. And same thing for um, Target. Target, ironically, uh, who are, it, it, the word sin actually means to miss the mark. <laughs> and this place calls us. That's what sin means. It means to miss the mark. And Target has deeply missed the mark and they need to repent and say, you know what? We're sorry. But how they're playing this, folks, Bill, they're playing it like the reason why they're removing this stuff, not because they realize that they are in error. They're doing it because we Christians are terrorists and they're doing it for the safety of their LGBT employees and the safety of their customers. They're going to play it and they are playing it like it's because of us and uh, the Christian boogeyman is why they're doing it. Yeah, I, I feel I feel a lot better about um, about redemption for these companies if I believe that they were doing it as a result of a moral awakening rather than just, oh, we got to we got to back our way out of this sales catastrophe. Our numbers are down. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and a last note on this um, this woman with mustache um, and, and, the, and the propaganda that she's that she's selling. Part of those things are like um, she has like for, for her baby clothes. Right. Uh, it's like a guillotine. For it, it's like in pretty colors and whatnot. And uh, really, I, yeah, and it's like, uh, and it says um, something to the effect of headrest for transphobes. 
right? So, wow. Yes, yes. Uh, the, these, there's the kind of stuff that these people, and, and, but they don't want us to be, a, drag is nothing to be afraid of, even though they're trying to use fear to promote, you know, drag. And, so if I were to put out a t-shirt that said headrest for black folks, yeah. then I would, I guess I'd be fine. Yeah, you know, I mean, talk about selective outrage, right? But, wow. You know, but these kinds of things, basically, these, these are little hints, Bill, of what it looks like if you don't take the mark, right? If you don't yeah. submit to what the devil wants and you don't submit to his branding, well, there's, there's, there's a beheading in it for you. Right. So that's this. These are little pictures of that that are coming down the pipe. It's like, no, man, I'm trying to tell you, this is what these people believe. This is why this stuff is going to come to pass. And it sold folks in nice, pretty colors. Mm -hmm. You know, the devil's not going to come. The rainbow. Yeah. Beautiful. Rainbows. Right. Co-opting the rainbow that the Lord cast, you know, following the judgment of Noah's day. There was that rainbow. Right. And they're trying to use that in mockery against God for what the Lord had judged the world for. But, you know, the devil's not going to come to you, you know, in this monstrous form. The Bible already told you that the devil is beautiful, right? <laughs> He's beautiful, all right? So, you know, she's putting these things out there, folks. And the word tells us that the devil masquerades as an angel of light. It's going to be this beautiful thing. When the devil, even when the devil came to Eve, he didn't really come to her in this monstrous form. The Bible says that he came to her as a serpent. And the word for serpent there is nakush. What it actually means is a serpent. Okay? It's an actual snake. But the thing is, Satan himself came to her as a serpent because he couldn't masquerade. He masquerades as an angel of light. He couldn't come to her as the way that he... He came to her in the way that he wanted her to perceive him, but he wasn't actually yeah. that. Because here's the thing. When people ask, like, why does it, why does it say... Just, just a little something for you folks, a little bonus for you. And how the devil operates. And how he's able to do stuff like this. People ask, why was it a curse for Satan to be made a snake that crawls on its belly when that's what a serpent does? Well, Satan came to Eve as a seraph. That's why. If you look up what the word seraphim means, the word seraphim means fiery serpent. That's what it means. And the seraph is described as this six-winged figure. So basically, when Satan came to her, he was a flying snake. A snake had the ability to fly. So when God cast this uh, curse on him, he brought it lower than any other beast of the field. So that's why when people wonder, it's like, why is it a curse for a snake to crawl on his belly? Because that's what it does. Because he came to her as a seraph. The devil masquerades as an angel of light. Fire casts light. So... What I'm, my point is, folks, is that the devil comes to you as something that you could trust. Eve trusted Satan because he came to her as something that she was supposed to be able to trust. A seraphim, Showed her what she wanted to see. Yes, a seraphim ministers to God. A, mares, a seraphim is what sits above the throne of God. A seraphim is most likely the one that came to minister with, to Jesus when he was in the field, when, when he was in the wild for 40 days. That's why she trusted this serpent. The seraphim, he was masquerading as one. Satan's a cherub. He's not a seraphim, right? But he masqueraded as one. So careful of the masquerade, folks, how this devil is going to be presenting himself to you and, and getting into all these things, right? So we just got to be able to be, you know, lean on the Lord to be able to resist the wiles of the devil. And, you know, keep standing up, folks. You know, hey, sometimes they get the message. It may not be exactly the way that we wanted them, 
you know, to, to do it. But some, somehow the message is going out there and say, you know what, man, we're not putting up with this. And be ready for the contingency. Don't let them label us, you know, be happy warriors. Be happy warriors. Speak truth and love. Stand firm. You know, put on that helmet, breastplate, sword, belt. Strap up. We got a rough ride ahead. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Virtual Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel for my buddy Bill Whittle. We'll see y'all next time.